You're listening to the Church of Christ podcast. My name is Levi Christ. I am an artist, an actor, and spiritual practitioner. And this season, I am turning the lyric into the lesson. The song is the sermon. I'm going to pick a song of mine, do a deep dive, and come out with a practical spiritual principle that I believe will help you get tangible results on your way to radical self-improvement. Hey, you bless me for being here, and I'm going to do my best to bless you back. Let's feel good right here, right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Church of Christ podcast. Uh, You know, I love recording these in the morning time, and I'm sitting here with a fresh cup in my little art space in the basement with my paintings from Francine. I love her. I miss her so much. Francine was this blast of light that I saw the moment I dropped into Puerto Vallarta for the first year of performing there. I was sharing a like a communal building with her and all the other artists that were performing and then her and she's a painter and uh she was the f- not we're not the first trans person that I had met, but um, certainly the one the first uh, that I've had a relationship with. And you know, I was so fascinated to hear her journey and her story. And she was this gorgeous painter. And then she was fascinated to hear my story and my journey. And and uh, we commiserated on our life experiences and what we've learned together over cereal and coffee in the morning. And I got to share my music with her as she would come to the shows and made her cry a couple times, a couple tear jerkers. I don't know. Something touched her about my music, and so she began to paint um, that red piano and figures of of me around that red piano. I now sit, I can't believe it, um, in my uh, little art space. uh, I I write songs and I do music and I shoot out the virtual concerts. I have three of her paintings here with me two of which that she created especially for me. Um, And then one that is this just gorgeous, whimsical keyboard with bright colors and hearts and and a framed letter from her uh, that she wrote to me and Jason just talking about how we've had an impact on each other's lives. What a loving, crazy, wonderful, free, wild spirit Franny was, Francine. Um, she left this world um, over over a year ago now. Um, it was a year last year. And I had this really amazing picture of her just like bosoms out, paintbrush wildly raised above her. Uh, just focus completely on this canvas that she is just beating into the most beautiful thing. And it is the coolest photo. I posted it as a one year of remembering her passing last year. And I, I guess because of the bosom, Instagram blocked it and put it down, pull it down. But I was sort of this tribute to her. Um, uh, And here she is all around me every day that I get to sit here and create and talk to you all. Um, Yeah, what's going on? Hey, uh, 
can you believe it? This is episode 25 of the Church of Christ podcast. Episode 25 of the Church of Christ podcast. And here we are, season two, still rocking it out, still going through the songs uh, in my catalog to find little tidbits of information that might be a meaty little spiritual nugget that we can take with us on our day to day. Got that Bad Habit album is what we're talking about this month because the virtual concert series is happening again on September 26th and Bad Habit, albeit it's just five songs and albeit there's only like one, um, one song that was omitted from that EP that we share. It will not be the longest virtual concert, but it is the funnest because these songs are just silly. They're fun. They're lighthearted. They're they're just good stuff. And 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 uh, it's it's fun to kind of take the podcast as an opportunity to dive a little deeper into what was going on with me at the time of creating this and see what we can come up with. Um, by the way, if you really are enjoying uh, kind of going through the songs this season and 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 hearing. A little backstory and diving a little deep into them. I would really love your review. I say it every week. It makes a difference. I could use a few more new reviews, uh, sort of lulled out. And I really want you guys to just, uh, I need you, you right there who has been hearing this every week, but actually hasn't done it. I want you to know that you're with a group of people who aren't doing it right now. It's just a bit of a lull. It was a new idea in the beginning of season two to do that. And a lot of you guys came to the table and wrote the reviews, but I really need the rest of you to do that. It just, you, you, if you knew how it helped the visibility of the podcast, you'd be like, Hey bro, I'm going to do it. So let's not lose momentum there. You guys, I love you listeners and you guys make a huge difference go to your Apple iTunes podcast platform, tap five stars, please. And drop a few words, letting me know what you think about the podcast. It makes such a difference, such a difference in my world, such a difference in my world. Um, wow. So boy, I'm living in an interesting world right now. Um, Hey, let's, let's, um, look at, three words today. Three words was initially a commissioned song, not, not really the initial commission song. It was sort of a, a song that was to recover from a failed commissioned song when I was commissioned to write a song. And I was told like, go for that old school, like soul, you know, um, Southern soul thing, you know, or, or Aretha being a great example of what that instrument palette would be. Those kind of bluesy heartbreak, kind of awesome stuff. Like you're no good heartbreak. You're a liar and a cheap. Now in the idiom of that genre, much like blues, the, the lyrics are generally like, you know, heartbreak and kind of telling them, well, that, that ultimately didn't work. Um, for the song commissioner, they were like, well, but those lyrics, I told you, I told you lyrics didn't matter, but actually now that I hear them, they do kind of want another song. So I had had this, this idea, uh, sitting around collecting dust that was inspired by the album, uh, that, um, called mercy by Duffy. And I had, uh, 
not really done anything with it, but I knew the idea was there. And I thought, you know what? I think that this is the thing that would be nicely developed for these song commissioners. I started looking at that. And um, sure enough, uh, three words comes about sounding a lot like um, Mercy, Duffy. I, I originally tried to slow it down to the point where it felt a little bit like a you know, natural woman by Aretha. Um, but then at the end of the day, when I wanted to actually record it, I was like, you know what? It breathes better as what it initially wanted to be at the beginning, which is, yeah, which is that Duffy Mercy sort of. So it was really fun to do. Um, but what can I offer you as far as what was going on uh really behind uh, my personal experience of writing the song. Um, by the way, with this podcast episode today, you're just going to have to get used to the fact that I'm going to have to stop and sip this coffee. I'm not going to let this get cold while I'm talking to you. Hold on. Did you join me? Did you take a sip of your own coffee this morning? Hmm. Um. <sighs> <laughs> I wish I could see you all. Sometimes I just wish that I could have a visual as to where you're listening and what you're doing, because I just want to reach out and just act up with you a little bit. <laughs> okay. So I think one of the coolest things about writing a song that was, um, an expression of me falling in love really falling in love. Uh, like the kind of love that my mama always told me when you know it, you know, love, which is a lyric of three words. Um, is that I was coming out of like getting my sobriety, getting my spiritual daily spiritual practice together, being a part of a spiritual community, gaining my strength, albeit there were a million layers of things still going on at the time. Uh, but finding that footing and discovering quantum physics and metaphysics and the fact that I attract that which I'm an energetic vibration to, I started getting curious about what it would be like to have the perfect mate. So... And at the time I was like in, in my first like foundational classes for becoming a licensed spiritual practitioner through United Centers for Spiritual Living, which is all about metaphysics and understanding, uh, how the world works metaphysically, interpreting the scriptures metaphysically. Um, and it was funny. So I was just kind of doing one of the practices. I sat down and said, okay, you know what? I am going to bust through my old paradigms of men. And I'm just going to write down what I think about them and, and all the negative stuff, right? The, 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 the context by which we're currently operating. So you can kind of do that for yourself right now and just invite you into the process right now if you want to. Um, what kind of old paradigms are you carrying around about women or men or, or, or about, your, about um, dating or about relationships, that isn't serving you those limiting old paradigms that we're bringing into the present day. So that's, that's kind of what I wrote down. And then I said, okay, how can I replace them with new paradigms? 
How can I replace them with new ideas that feel good to me? And so I wrote a list of like nine things to counter the limiting old paradigms. And I made them really good and specific, really great counters. And I also made them uh, really specific to what I want. Nine points, nine points. And every day after I wrote them, I cut out a little photo of, of a magazine clipping of a guy I thought would be sort of in the vicinity of kind of what I would want. Uh, and scotch taped it to those nine points, right? <laughs> and every day I would get up and I would read these nine points and I would get excited about them and I would try to get my feeling tone invested in it, not just speak it without energy because it's not enough. See, here's a really, really good point. I'm going to take as a tangent, by the way. Thoughts and feelings are two different things and they have to combine in order to send that signal out to the quantum field. So you can think something and speak it from your thoughts, but if you're not feeling it, the quantum field is not going to hear it. It hears what we feel. It's about raising that feeling vibration up, 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 up in unison with that thought that you're wanting to create up, 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 and then united, you send them out. So that's what I would do every day. That's how I create things right now. And I'm getting better and better at it. Uh, you know, drawing the energetic, the energy, the feeling tone and allowing it to align with the thought that I have and the belief that I have and really sending it out there into the universe and watching the universe reconfigure itself to accommodate me because that's what it does. Um, so reading these nine points every day, feeling invested in them, the energy begin to build up a day after day after day. And about two to three months later, I meet someone. And it was so funny because one of the things along the way that I became aware of is the more I began to pick these up every morning and read them and feel them and then pick them up again at night and read them and feel them, my spiritual intuition began to prompt me to say like, okay, but you need to be these things. You can't attract that which you are not. And we had a really good conversation about this back two months ago, I think, on the, on the, in this season when we were talking about um, Taking Back My Boogie. Uh, Jorge song, where we begin to, to talk about um, you, you cannot attract that which you are not a vibrational equivalent to, right? So um, the work, if you're someone who's currently looking to attract that person, just be on your purpose, be on your purpose to actualize the things within you that you want from a partner and watch the partner come watch the partner come. So it was interesting. I, I began to, it had began to occur to me that it wasn't just about the experience of combining that feeling tone with the thought and, and, and getting clear about these new paradigms and declaring them and uh, believing that the universe supports it and moving toward it and all that was good stuff. But it was also a process of becoming these nine things that were on the piece of paper. Listen, lo and behold, I met the person. And it was funny because by the time I met this individual, 
I didn't really need to be in a relationship anymore. And I kind of thought I didn't want to be. I was kind of so full and complete within myself and the things that I was actualizing for my life, busy with my new sobriety, invested in that, invested in those relationships, new healthy relationships, and and, and invested in, in what I wanted to create uh, creatively. And I was just like, wow, so here it is. And I actually don't, I'm not carrying the energy of lack or need or want into it because I've been on my purpose. I've been on my purpose to be these things and I feel whole. So it gets to be this independent choice of, hey, is this going to be fun for me? It's going to be kind of graceful and easy and a fun addition to my life because I don't need it anymore. Um, And I thought, yeah, it is. It is. And to this day, um, that person has still in my life. And, you know, we're working on 13 years and married now. And I can promise you, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be in a relationship. There is no other person there. Is, I just wouldn't ever be in a relationship again. It's like, he's the only person that I'm interested in that with. And it works and it works gracefully. It works easily. It's funny. It's fun. We laugh every day. We're silly with each other. We care for each other. We grow, we learn. It's just, it just works. And I, and I, I will not say that I'm lucky. I will say that I think that we have a soul agreement to have met this life. I really do. And by the way, if you go back to season one, there's a really, really interesting uh, podcast on that called Soul Contracts soul contracts that you may find interesting. So I do think that perhaps we, I do believe that we made a pre pre reincarnation agreement to meet back up, um, in that regard. But, uh, had I not reached that level of being a vibrational equivalent to it in this life, I don't know that it would have happened the way that it did. Um, So within this, you know, three words is a celebration of that love. Three words is a celebration of saying how lovely that we took it slow too. You know, it's like, um, I want to, I think one of the lyrics is like, I want to state the obvious, but you and I say, Hey, let's take it slow. Let's take it slow. You know? Uh, and we did. He made me wait three months for a first kiss, <laughs> but it, was this beautiful thing that didn't need to be heard because it was so obvious and it was nice. Uh, reminds me of the energy that the lyric of Kiss You Yet tries to create, right? Where you're just sort of in the now with the person and you just know what it is. You just know what it is. Um, so there's some good stuff there to consider. If you're on the other end of this podcast, talking, you know, thinking about finding that person that you want to date, uh, finding that person that you may want to actually just settle down with. Uh, number one, look at your look at the old paradigms that you're bringing to the table because you're probably working from years of previous context that is bringing into the present moment old beliefs, old thoughts, old feelings, old experiences that you're already projecting into your freshly new search for someone freshly new and like make a list of them. What do you think about love? What do you think about men? What are, or what do you think about women? What do you think about them? Make a list. 
look at it and I want you to sit down and write opposing new paradigms that you know that can be true for you or for this man or for this woman or for the experience of dating. Write those new paradigms down. Counter the old paradigms with a new truth for yourself. And after you figure out what that is, your job is to wake up every morning and before you go to bed at every night, read them with feeling. Find your way as best you can to the energetic match energetically feeling wise to really invest in every one of those new paradigms live it feel it and then be it ask yourself how can i actually be this person in what ways today can i demonstrate that I am this person. What do I need to do? What do I need to let go of? Who do I need to become in order to be that vibrational match? To be the person that I just wrote down. I'm telling you, something will happen. You stick with that, the universe cannot help but tell you yes, yes, yes. Um, I love that conversation. I, I, I think that it's just amazing to see how things will unfold when we just do this work. Like if you actually do this, if you're listening to this podcast and you sit down and you go through those steps with me and you do that, I want to hear what happens three months down the road, six months down the road, when you have stayed the course, gotten clear, continue to invest morning and night in these new paradigms, continue to invest in becoming the vibrational match of these yourself, becoming the person you want to attract. There's no way that the universe is not going to respond in kind because that's the nature of the universe. Um, I'll leave it with that. And you know what? I'm going to play three words for you. Um, and yes, shout out to Mike and David, who was song commissioning this. Um, and yeah, I want to just wish you all a lovely, lovely week. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Remember, paradise is yours to the degree that you can imagine it. So imagine big. Why imagine small? Small's no fun. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Maybe too soon to say, but it ain't like it don't show. My eyes will tell you everything you already know. I want to state the obvious, but you and I say, hey, let's take it slow. Let's take it slow. And yet it doesn't need to be heard. How I love how we're hanging on. To think that you're in control When destiny decides you got to put your sh aside And let it roll Just let it roll And yet it doesn't need to be heard How I love how we're hanging on Three words mm -hmm. Sweet thing You're dancing
Oh, <laughs> 